0: The Donut Bag is brought to you by Penn Highway Marketplace, the marketplace for vintage goods, quality collectibles, and handmade crafts. It's where I get all my sports memorabilia. Go to Facebook.com slash Penn Highway. That's Facebook.com slash P-E-N-N-H-W-Y and mention I sent you. Okay, Steelers draft. Oh my god. That's all I gotta say about this draft. Oh my god, it's like I don't know, it's like the, the whole thing was like made for the Steelers or something. They
1: actually yeah. drafted for need and they drafted what appears to be solid players.
0: You know at the right spots with right? the right value. It's amazing. Yeah.
2: Joe, you and I have been saying each week that you know this is their most important draft, and maybe two decades. Um, and I thought, you know, if we come on here and they get the first two picks, right. You know, or three, then you'd be kind of happy and say, Hey, they did not, they didn't do a bad job. I feel like they hit it out of the park. You know, it's, it's tough with a draft because the draft really isn't going to tell us how successful it was until at least a year to two years from now. But, um, just some of the the value that they got, you both just hit it on the head, the value that they got when they got these people, it really felt like they're most intelligent well-thought-out executed draft in about 20 years for me yeah, i totally um,
1: agree the fact that like porter was projected to go somewhere in the first round there are projections and again they're just mocks and they mean absolutely nothing but there were some there were several that that even said that porter wasn't going to fall to 17 so it was like the fact that yeah, they, there, the fact there we was... got him at 32 is amazing
0: there were so many that had Porter going to 16 to Washington or 17 to the Steelers.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah.
0: yeah. And he lasts till 32. It worked yeah. out perfectly. I said, um,
2: Joe, I texted you, Joe, or whatever. I said, I think they're going to trade up to get Broderick Thomas or Broderick Jones. And then I think they'll catch Porter some way and way back. And I mean, it just worked out. They wanted They wanted Jones so bad.
1: Mm-hmm. And,
2: and the fact that they got him And now there's this whole little drama on the side Where the where the uh, Jets are pissed at the Patriots Because of it Because the Jets really, really wanted him very badly And now it's kind of funny that we've kind of The, the kids are having a fight over on the side And we walk away with the tackle uh, You know, and he's a, he's a eye contact He's the kind of kid that could be here for the next rest of his life He's a 20-year tackle uh, And then to get Porter Jr. there where they got him and then it just kept getting better. Usually after that, you're like, okay, well, let's see if like you know we get some fillers in here, um, some needs. But I mean, they, I mean, you know, Ke- Keanu Benton. I mean, he's great. Uh, yeah. He's a he's a he's a perfect tackle for their three four. Uh, he's great. You know, he had 36 tackles, 10 for losses last year, uh, four and a half sacks. That's exactly what you want out of that guy. And now you got to fill him in there. They needed that. They desperately needed a defensive lineman. They got it. Then you go down, Darnell Washington, not sure how he fell down there. Uh, that kid's a freak. Yeah. Uh, I mean,
1: kidding. now he – Other thing.
2: Yeah. Right. It was, uh,
1: but, a, it was a surprise for sure.
2: Yeah, I mean, all the guys that they got – in fact, Corey Trice. You know, here's a kid, and Joe knows I'm the Big Ten guy. I've seen him play on a number of occasions. His injuries are what killed him. He probably is one of the top three cornerbacks off the board, but he had ACL tear. Broke his ankle, freshman year going in. High ankle sprain 2020, uh, the ACL tear, then the groin pull last year. So he's had a plethora of injuries that have really kind of anchored him or weighed him down. Uh, But if he ends up being healthy at 6'3", I mean, he's a big physical corner. I don't think we'll see him much this year, although Tomlin likes to get the defensive backs in no matter what. But I think you're going to see he could pay off big time if he's able to stay healthy. That could be the one we all talk about.
0: I, I don't understand when a player falls because of injury. Yeah,
1: they happen.
0: Don't they you happen. know? That's exactly. Yeah, it happens all the time. It's like, yeah. don't you know the they're allowed to recover? Like, yeah, yeah. it's like it's like that's how the Steelers got Heath Miller 15 years ago. It's like, mm-hmm. well, he had that hernia and, uh, you know, that's like you know you're allowed to recover from those things yeah maybe he's out for a few months so what like yeah. i don't understand that but hey that's what happened that's what happened with with trice that's what happened with uh darnell washington they supposedly he had some knee issue. like
1: yeah you hear about it all the time you know in the draft especially and you also hear oftentimes they're not they don't have they're not injury prone in the pros or maybe they have one fluke injury, like, three or four years in their career. It's so, it's so interesting. Obviously, they do have those players that they come in, they were injury prone in college, and they come into the pros, and they just keep getting hurt, and blah, 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 but it's just like, I, I feel like it happens the opposite more often than not. You know what I mean? Like, a player falls because of his medicals, yep. and he gets drafted at a, at a super value pick, and he ends up not having any injury, you know. Right.
2: He still had 12 passes defended this year, which is very good. Um, but to Allison's point in the very beginning of the show here, it's what they got. And if you look comparatively as to what they did last year versus this year, right? We talk about Omar Khan, the new guy. Last year in this round, they were picking a quarterback. And all of us were like, why in the hell are you picking a quarterback? I mean, I was like, we don't need him. And, and the pick right after that went to the Bears who drafted, and I, I forget his name again, Joe. I have to remember this. The tackle that ended up starting for them who went to the Pro Bowl this year, and they got him in the seventh round. This year, they get Trice, and then they got uh, Spencer Anderson out of Maryland, who actually, because he's playing in the Big Ten, I think he gets overshadowed by Paris Johnson Jr. and some of the guys from Michigan. He was actually the number one guy in the Big Ten for passer rating. I mean, he was very good. Now, he's 6'5 and 320. I've already heard rumors that they want to work on his weight a little bit for the NFL because of the speed. But he's he's a guy that's probably not only going to make the team, but he can see some snaps. That's what you want to get out of your sixth and your seventh round guys to Allison's point. Not a quarterback that didn't even end up making. I mean, that, that's like that guy. He wasn't even got, a camp
0: arm. It was that was so but, weird. Uh,
2: it's like yeah. that guy that drafts or the girl that drafts the kicker way too mm-hmm. early in your in your fantasy draft. <laughs>
1: oh. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, well, it's so, interesting about Anderson is I saw the, the school and I was like, all right, here we go. Another Johnson, Maryland guy, you know what I mean? Like <laughs> he loves the Maryland guys. So that's interesting. I hadn't really read up anything about him because he was you look at the seventh rounders and you often think, uh, oh, you know, he's not gonna make the team or whatever. But so I haven't really read anything about him, but that's interesting. So so you feel like it's possible. You know what I mean? If he
2: maybe, you know, does his weight thing, then maybe he could he could uh, get some snaps. He's not going to start, but he, he's going to sure right. he no. have some time. You know, right. I mean, we've already, I mean, cue the Dan Moore jokes. I've been I've been laughing already how some of these guys have been talking about well, Broderick Jones will probably work him in behind Dan Moore maybe. No, I mean, a set of tires from a 59 Buick are better than Dan Moore. Jones needs to play. And if you can plug Anderson in and give him some experience, he needs to play. I don't want to hear any more Dan Moore uh it, you know come on yeah. so um yeah. yeah yeah yeah
1: you don't trade up for a player and then have him sit behind dan moore <laughs> no what
0: <I> mean, who <laughs> right? when, you, when you put it that way that sounds That's, but that's exactly it right. yeah yeah they they they, they got course, their guy so are
1: they gonna move dan moore tomlin loves dan moore apparently are they gonna move dan moore is it gonna be chukes's job is he gonna be out of the job it's just so interesting to see. It's going to be a really interesting mini camp and camp here's coming up here for, for
2: sure. uh, You know, not a bad point. I take Dan over Chuke's because Chukes last year what five sacks allowed? One of them, just not good. So and he's uh, so
1: expensive. Like yeah. he's a lot of money.
2: Yeah, way too much. Yeah. Um,
0: what? Yeah, yeah. I mean, what is what is Broderick Jones going to learn from Dan Moore? What what not to do? Okay, <laughs> like, hey, exactly. hey, look at him.
2: <laughs> right.
0: Yeah. Um, but but the joke I heard about uh, the Steelers trading up to to get Broderick Jones was okay. So they got him at fourteen. They were going to. They basically got him before the Jets were going to get him at fifteen, and they did that with Belichick and, and they, they just traded a fourth-round draft pick. The, the Belichick was so happy to screw over the, the Jets. It's a that he's not the one that gave the Steelers the fourth-round pick to come
1: back. Right, yeah, that, that would have been funny for sure. But, yeah, anything that Belichick can do to screw the Jets, he probably was like, gladly, you know what I mean? Yeah. Like, sure. It's not yeah. good to me, let's screw the Jets.
2: Yeah, um, I forget who it was. Somebody said, "Oh, Aaron Rodgers is already pissed at the Jets because he had told them that he had concerns about the offensive line." They said, "Well, we'll address it." Whoops! Whoops! <laughs> so, that Whoa. took about a
0: week. Whoopsie!
2: <laughs>
1: Whoopsie Daisy!
0: Well, this is all a moot point because the Jets are winning the Super Bowl because mm-hmm. he threw a slow motion pass to uh, to to I think Garrett Wilson today. So. That's it. People are like, oh my god, look how good this looks. The Jets are gonna be so like it's one pass in mini camp, bro. What 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 are you what, what are we doing here? Right. They're in shorts.
2: Yeah. Yeah, I, I uh uh yeah. I, I'm not I mean Aaron Rodgers is Aaron Rodgers, you can't take anything away from the guy. He's 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 a jerk, he's not a good guy. Um, he's a damn good quarterback. But uh, you know, look at look at some of these guys like last year they had the Broncos. You know, challenging the Chiefs for the AFC West title, and and no, that that didn't work out. I I just, again, I mean, look, the draft was great, but we really won't tell how great it is in two years. And you can't tell me Aaron Rodgers and the Jets are going to the Super Bowl, but you're right, Joe. There's gonna be guys out there that already have them in the AFC Championship game. Mm -hmm. Yeah.
1: Oh yeah. It's gonna be interesting too when the schedule comes out. Oh yeah. A lot of Jets games on there, and they're not, you know, not deserving. You know what I mean of that. Those slots, but it's only because
0: Aaron Rodgers. Spoiler yeah. alert when the schedule comes out and we, you know, we, we pick all the games, I have Steelers going 17 and 0. I don't know. You know what? They might actually go like 14 and 15 and 0. And then the other two or three, last two, three games, the other team just might forfeit. It's like, we're not dealing with these. I don't want to. I don't do it. They, they They just better pray that Dan Moore is playing that game or something like yeah, that. Yeah.
2: Right. Yeah. Right. At tight
0: end. <laughs> uh, so. So yeah, so so they traded up to get Jones and then you say okay, now what? And and you kept seeing Joey Porter fall. It's like, whoa, what the heck? And that um Brian Branch kept falling too. It's mm-hmm. like, yeah. what are they what are they going to do? And then of course, the Will Levis um reality show, the poor guy they showed him every second with his with his mom and girlfriend, poor poor guy. Like, how embarrassing is that? That, that, that like they basically have to show, it's like, "Oh, look at the look at how terrible this guy's life is." Right. He kept he's such a failure. Like, just mm-hmm. mean,
1: right? At least he, there was some guy, and I can't remember Darren. You may know that stayed. Like, there was some guy who thought he was going to go in the first round, and he didn't fly home that night or the next morning. He ended up staying yeah. so when they called yep. his name. He was actually there. Will Love is left. He's like, "F
0: this." Yeah, yeah, he's gone. I don't, I don't blame him. I mean, that's – that was just mean. That was just mean. They, I think they showed him his face more than any other player the, that entire night.
2: Well, just- that, that's the problem again because, like, you know, what happened there was – and we talked about that, Joe, a little bit in the pre-draft when we did last week. If there was a run on quarterbacks, I had a feeling he was going to drop because he's just not – to me, he wasn't in that top echelon. I, I don't – you know, I watched him for two years do okay at Penn State struggled to read the defense, couldn't uh, couldn't unseat Sean Clifford. When Clifford came back for his, like, 15th year as a senior, he said, okay, I'm gone. He goes to Kentucky. He did okay at Kentucky. He didn't, like, not, I mean, nothing earth-shattering, um, not bad, definitely has an arm, but a lot of quarterbacks have an arm. Um, we'll see what he does with Tennessee. I'm not so sure. I, I didn't see all the hype around him anyway. Um, so when he fell down, he fell down. But, I, again, a lot of it's it's need, right? And, and I think a lot of these teams have gotten a lot smarter over the years in how they draft. And there's a teams that didn't need a quarterback. So the four kids exactly. fall out of the second line. So it's not like exactly. You, you know, go ahead, it's not like you suck or you stink. It's, you know,
0: exactly. That's just that's just how it fell. That's just, you know. Yeah. Uh, so then we get to Friday and the Steelers have the first pick of the second round and the question is do you trade it because maybe somebody's going to want to trade up to get Will Levis do you trade it do you do you how how far do you go back if you trade it what do you get if you trade back and steeler said uh-uh we're just we're not going to take a chance we're getting our guy and they still ended up with Joey Porter Jr. oh my god that could not have happened better
1: yeah i can't imagine the number of phone calls that they probably got but I'm Apparently, there just wasn't an offer rich enough. And really, in the second round, even though it's pick 32, value wise, I don't know that they would have had that the team would have had to give them technically very much for that pick. You know, I feel like, you know, but the Steelers probably would have liked them to overpay. And they just were
2: asking a lot. The Titans were really almost ready to buy in, but the Titans wouldn't give them the. The high second-round pick that the Steelers wanted, yeah. um, I think that was that was part of it. I think once it took a while, I kind of figured they were hearing somebody out and then they're making a phone call, mm. um, you know. But yeah, I mean, they got their guy. I think they knew all along this is who we want. We want Joey Porter Jr. He's there, so it's going to take like like Allison said, it's going to take a lot. And and they may have done one of those things where they kind of just threw the bid so high uh, if somebody was stupid enough like mm-hmm. the Tennessee Titans. Or the Jaguars, or yeah, these traditional the Bears, they would come in and give them the next first round draft pick for the three years to get it. But then, yeah, you, know, you never know. <laughs> there's um, nine Hall of Famers, uh, Pro Football Hall of Famers were picked number thirty two. Like Drew Brees is in there. I mean, it's like insane. The the couple guys have picked in that spot traditionally. So interesting. Yeah. yeah.
0: Um. Yeah. Well, we know we kind of know what. What what the asking price was because right after the Steelers picked Tennessee did trade up with whoever that was and and yeah. get that get that pick I don't remember what it was but it wasn't that great of it was like I think it was just like an extra third rounder or something right, like that, yeah, it was that it. Yeah. Yeah. Huh. yeah yeah so so then the question was oh well they don't have a fourth round pick they don't have a fifth round pick they don't have a sixth round pick obviously they have to trade back I'm like who gives a crap. Right. I don't want, I don't want them to trade, you know, 49 or something like that. Just to, just, just, just for extra picks right. to me, that was stupid, but so they held and they, and at 49, they got Keanu Benton from uh Wisconsin and I love it. The, I, you you, you kind of knew it was coming because this, you know, that Andy Wido, he's all about shore up the line, shore up the line. Look at the Eagles, the Eagles, you know. They they load their defensive line. So you knew it was coming that they were gonna get a defensive lineman. I love the key on a bet, and bet pick.
1: Yeah. I'm hearing comparisons to Javon Hargrave, which I think is interesting. And if and if yep. that ends
0: up being the case. I I hear comparisons to Tyson Alou. And if that's the case, oh, God. That's, that's a win. <laughs>
1: oh, what? Oh, okay. Sure. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah, Ben's a big kid. I, we got to see him a couple of times. I mean, there was uh, – the game against we – were, we were actually there uh, in Wisconsin, and, and it was a Penn State game, and uh, they couldn't run. Uh, he, he was just so dominant. Until they figured out how to double-team him, they, they finally got the running backs loose. But uh, he is so strong. He, he's like, you know, big guy strong. Like, he, I don't think you'll necessarily ever see him on the cover of, you know, men's fitness or anything, but he's just like big man strength. Uh, he's very, very difficult and he gets his arms and he's, he's what, you know, he's, he actually wraps and tackles, which is a, a dying Yes. Yes. Uh, but you know, Hey, uh, 10 tackles, 30, uh, 36 tackles behind the line last year, 10 for a loss and, and five sacks and four and a half. But I mean, for a defensive lineman, interior defensive lineman to have five sacks in the big 10 and yeah, that's, he's good. He's, he's really good. I, I was actually a little surprised he was there.
0: So yeah, uh, so then, then they actually did trade back. Um, I forget. Oh, they had the 80th. They had the 80th pick, and they moved back to 93, and they get that ex- that, that they get that fourth rounder that they lost. Like okay, and they end up and, and and I'm, you know, I'm I'm paying attention, and Darnell Washington was actually trending, and and the question was why is this guy falling? This guy was yeah. supposed to go possibly. Late first round, definitely second round, and he's here. It is toward the end of the third round, and he still hasn't been picked. And the Steelers get him. They would have got him at eighty. It's it's it worked out perfectly. Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. Yeah, yeah. I mean, he talk about
1: a big target. Holy crap! Like Kenny Pickett when he was watching the when he heard that pick, he was probably like, "Oh my gosh!" Like this is gonna be amazing with or without Matt Canada. Like you yeah. gotta think that there's gonna be a lot of uh, a lot of wrinkles in there with Darnell Washington
2: for sure. Well, kind of like to what Allison said earlier about sometimes injuries shouldn't hurt you as much as they do. His youth hurt him, like you know, he played like 19 games. But the upside to him, if you watch George at all this year, sometimes they lined him up in the slot. And and before you realize you're like, holy crap, here's this giant guy in a slot, we better protect him. And and we talked about that with, with Kenny Pickett, he needs that slot guy maybe they got that uh with the guy from the bears but could you imagine lining this kid up in the slot and which matt canada loves to do um and don't forget we did not get to see the kid from memphis last year that they drafted mm-hmm. around this time and he's a he's a proverbial slot guy and got injured in camp Austin. All year. yeah yeah Calvin, Austin. So, I can't yeah,
1: yeah yeah yeah. i really hope it works so,
2: out we we may get to see him and uh yeah so it, yeah joe for him to fall where he did what they get him i mean they said, what the heck? We're going to pick him if nobody else is going to take him. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
1: yeah. And it's another perfect. guy, too, that early on, I feel like just a couple of weeks ago, he was projected to be, like, the top tight end off the board. So it was, like, it just yeah. was, it's weird. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, Because they are like, it, he can do everything.
2: Not I that I put like, a lot of stock in what you see on the NFL Network. Right. This week, yeah. But it's
1: interesting. I found yeah. it interesting
2: that nearly all of them agreed that he was the steal of the draft. Very interesting across the board. Like everybody thought the Steelers got to to steal the draft right here. So we'll see.
0: He is a, he, he he describes himself as another offensive lineman. He is a run first tight end. And that's, that's, that's perfect for what the Steelers want to do. I think the Steelers want to be a power run team. So it'd be perfect. And then maybe, he learns. I don't think his, you know, his his receiving game is is quite there yet. But you know, how hard is it to throw it to a six seven guy? Right,
2: yeah. <laughs> right. Mm-hmm. right.
0: Mm-hmm. Uh, I'm 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 so excited. I wonder what this means for uh, for uh, for uh, Gentry. Well, it's
1: interesting because I'd mentioned that and I said, "Well, Gentry's out of here, you know what I mean," because they had. Have- you know, Connor Hayward and everything, but now they're saying Connor Hayward, you know, they're alluding to him moving to fullback or whatever. So it's like, well then, then that's like if that's the case, you know, it'll be it'll be um uh, Muth, uh, Washington and uh and Gentry. Yeah.
2: If I'm they end up that.
1: doing that with Hayward, you know.
2: Yeah, as long as we're not throwing to him, you know what, it's uh, still, I, I'm going to go there, Joe, as long as it's not third and nine, and we're throwing a three yard behind the pass to him, I'll be okay with it. Mm-hmm. Um, you know,
0: <laughs> I keep hearing over and over again, and this was before the draft. The major weakness on the Steelers' offense is Matt Canada. That is the that is the problem. That's the wrench that that might be thrown that, that messes the whole machine up. Is Matt freaking Canada might yeah. screw this up? I don't even I, think he could <laughs> screw it up with these players.
2: No, I wrote I at the top of tools. my notes for tonight's show. <laughs> no more excuses. Matt Canada has That's right. no more yeah, exactly
1: That's yeah. Right. He has all the tools now that he needs. If if he can't pull this off, and I'm talking about the first half of the season, I don't want to see any of this start off. Oh, and whatever, you know what I mean? Like just a slow start that they're typically known for. You know what I mean? I don't don't want to see that anymore. You know, and it's like because come come mid season, come the bye week, if they don't have a winning record, you would think that Matt Canada's on the hot seat.
2: I know. Yeah, last year of his contract, so yeah.
0: I don't think so because I don't think you do that. I would love if they did that, but I don't right. think they do that. The only now, who did they bring in? Wait, didn't they bring in somebody as like an offensive assistant or something like that? Or am I dreaming that?
2: No, no they, they, they did. They brought in, and it's going to escape me right now. Um, but yeah, you're right, Joe. They did.
0: Maybe, um, maybe they'll have whoever that is, or or Mike yeah, Sullivan, now that he's on in the Penguins. Were
2: already,
1: people were already saying that. He could, he could be the next offensive coordinator if Matt Canada doesn't work out. Yeah. I'm know yeah. Matt. So
0: I could see something like that because, it, but but you can't just change Glenn your. Who, who's that?
1: Glenn Thomas. He was okay. Matt Ryan's quarterback
2: coach. In That's right. That's right. <laughs> <laughs> Woohoo. The support, out. though, I, we are, I think, we're seeing a new generation of Steelers here, like with what Khan does, moving up in the draft, being very active free agency. Uh, if they do somehow start off to a hellacious start, like she said, maybe one and five, oh, and six, I think changes are going to be made. Um, mm-hmm. I don't think Mike Tomlin is going to have that call anymore where he says, no, nope, we're fine. We're just going to weather the storm. I think Omar Khan will say, no, we're, we're, oh, and six, oh, or, or seven, or one and six. Uh, we're making a change.
0: It would be a massive. uh It would be a massive. I mean, we don't know what the schedule is going to be, and it really doesn't matter. But it would be a massive disappointment if this team did not make progress.
1: Right. You know? yeah, I think you're right, yeah. no, Joe. I think it has to be super. I sort of feel like it maybe has to be super bad, a super bad first half of the season for them to, you know, to consider getting rid of. Them. If they're even, or if they're maybe one game above five hundred, or vice versa, like they may end up just, you know. Playing out the rest of the season, but they do have, if you look at their opponents, they're going to have one of the easy, one of the easiest strengths of schedule. You know what I mean? Like if you believe in that, I don't really, it's, it's fun, about dang
0: time. Cause usually but, they have one of the toughest, yeah. right?
1: Yeah, yeah. It's, it's fun yeah. to look at and fun to kind of, you know, play around with, but it's like really that the strength of schedule doesn't matter. You know what I mean?
2: Yeah. Well, I'm in that same boat with you guys there. Um, and Coming off of how they finished last year, the free agent moves they made, this draft class, like I feel like the momentum all should be there. Are they gonna start off seven and oh? No, and they don't need to. But if they get out the gate in their, let's say the first eight games, if they're they go five and three over those first eight games, I'm gonna be pretty happy. Mm -hmm. You know, if it's anything better than that, I'm gonna be ecstatic. But that that would be great. We just don't wanna see like what Allison's saying here. We don't wanna see. 1 and four, 5 or 1 and 6 that would be disastrous.
0: I just saw who they're playing the AFC South. Yes. Well, that's 4-0 oh right there.
1: Yeah. Right, exactly, right? <laughs> that's, yeah. I
0: mean, okay, maybe Jacksonville will put up a fight, but dang. But then it's also the NFC West.
1: Yeah, they have the Packers, you know, without Aaron Rodgers, so
2: Right. That. Yeah, Jacksonville is like the New York Islanders uh, of of the NFL to us. It's like they'll play awful, but they'll play us like they're, you know, the defending 10-time Super Bowl champions when they play us.
0: (laughs) Ooh, they also play Baltimore, Cincinnati, and Cleveland. Hey, that's new. Um, (laughs) um, They're also at Las Vegas road trip and um, and home to New England and home to Green Bay. Ooh, who knows what Green Bay is going to be like this year. They might be in a rebuilding year.
2: Hey, I'm telling you, once Yinzers figure out which week that is when they're in Vegas, they're all going. It's going to be a Yinzer takeover. Oh, yeah. The strip will have terrible towels. It'll be a Yinzer fest. You know, those flights to Vegas are like 80 bucks. So, I mean, it, they're all going, you know.
0: <laughs> My slot machine doesn't work. There's a terrible towel on it. Um <laughs>
2: right they'll tie them to the handles like they do in a grocery stores at the uh in the freezer aisle (laughs) yes
0: yes yeah you put the you put the arm when you put the arm with the the, the terrible towel on it so yeah um yeah yeah i mean yeah we'll, we'll see but uh I, I it's so it's so exciting and I already know I mean I joked that they're gonna go 17 and 0 but I'm just I'm so excited imagine what Kenny Pickett's thinking it's like they rebuilt the line for him imagine what Najee Harris is thinking It's was like hey buddy we're gonna we're gonna emphasize the run and we got these awesome mauling offensive linemen that will destroy the other team Najee Harris might like moonwalk into the end zone he might just it might be like it might be like one of those, like, like saving private Ryan things where you just walk and you just see like, like, like laying down bodies everywhere and you oh, just, just stroll into everywhere. Yeah. Yeah.
2: Yeah. Well, we didn't even get to Nick Herbert yet. I mean. Oh, yeah. He, yeah. He yeah, was, yeah. Yeah. He Herbert. round that if all the guys and of all the guys that was guy I could not believe was there after watching him play for the last three years. The last two years, he had 30 tackles for losses and 20 sacks. He is so quick. He's like a T.J. Watt. I mean, you look at him, and he's hes not a ton of weight. He's just He just gets in there. He kind of reminds you like a Jack Lambert-type linebacker. He's only like 205, but he sits in there, and now they got to figure out because he's also played everywhere. So they can put him an outside linebacker. They can put him at edge, and they can complement both Watt and Highsmith. And this was also a need. And, Joe, you've probably been campaigning that more than almost anybody. They really needed to address this, and they addressed that with a kid that I couldn't believe that was there. I mean, mm-hmm. this is I mean, he's great. He it's it, perfect. Could, he could be the guy that we're all talking about if, when we do this podcast again in September October.
0: I'm excited because it's 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 needed depth on that uh, with that all offensive linebackers because la- they just haven't had it the last couple years. No. And no. and TJ Watt gets tired and and, and so does Highsmith.
1: Smith. Yep.
0: Yeah and you know who else needs rest cam hayward mm-hmm. yeah. the man 73 years old get, get him get him <laughs> let him sit down for a little bit that's, you know that's the thing that's what i love about this is it's like well i mean cam hayward is getting getting up there in age and it is awesome that he is still an awesome defensive lineman but Mm-hmm. He has to slow down. He has yeah. to reduce those number of snaps. So yeah, get some get some good depth behind it. Because in the past, when it when when Cam wasn't in there, that defensive line went to shreds and they just right. ran all over them. So
1: mm-hmm.
0: love it, love it. For
1: yeah, sure. a plus draft in my opinion. I know oh, I, yeah. But you know what? Who cares?
0: <laughs> yeah, I'm. I, I it could not have almost could not have gone better for the Steelers. That's just that's just amazing. And then the, the, the whole thing with Joey Porter Jr is if he gets drafted by Tennessee or something like that, nobody cares. nobody knows in Tennessee knows who Joey Porter is. Mm-hmm. but here that's like a big deal. He has something to live up to. You don't yeah. if he screws up. That looks bad on his dad. You think his dad's going to allow that? You (laughs) think his dad is going to say, you're going to allow his reputation to be tarnished? Uh Uh-uh.
2: I know there's going to be a lot of Yingers altering their Joey Porter jerseys this coming. I don't know what number he's going to have, but you know they're going to do it.
0: Wear five. Yes. (laughs) Right. Do yeah, us all a favor tape. and wear five. You put some duct tape. You, you, no, you just yeah put duct tape and put the word Jr. on there, and you just you just cover up the one five and you can repurpose the jersey. Do it. That's do sure it for that's us. A
1: good, good thing to do, right? I mean, that just sounds like what everybody who owns a uh, uh, Joey Porter jersey
2: would do, right? Oh, Remember totally. the Guys, blacking out the Tommy Maddox jerseys and they put that and they put Rope Picket. I mean, it was fantastic. <laughs>
0: yeah.
2: that's, that's Yinzers to a T.
0: When you see duct tape on a Steelers jersey, that's some um, that that's now. Hey, like like I I laugh that if you go into any church in Pittsburgh on a Sunday during football season, they will be people will wear be wearing their. Steelers jersey, and I thought, well, that's that's really important. But no, no, no. That's you wear your Sunday best. And that Steeler jersey was probably the most expensive shirt, the most expensive clothes that you have with you. So, yes, you wear your Sunday best, and that's your your Steelers jersey.
2: That's because there's a priest wearing a white Steeler jersey underneath <laughs> that. Right. You know, there's there's a right. few. There's a few. <laughs> it's underneath the tunic and all that stuff, you know, the robes, the flowing robes, the grace. Yeah, underneath that's Yenzer's just trying to get out. Uh, I know Broderick Jones is going to wear 77. I don't know. I didn't see any of the other jersey numbers, Joe or or, or Alice. I don't know if Yeah, yeah we don't know. I think we
1: people and fans are waiting on pins and needles for Porter to announce it. In a, in oh,
2: football. yeah. Yeah, um, that jersey will be gone.
0: He cannot wear 55 because cornerbacks can only wear 0 to 49.
1: Mm-hmm. Yep. Yeah. So It would be kind of cool, though, if he did, right? If he
0: wore 55. That would be that would I mean, be amazing.
1: It happens with Washington too. You know, he's been he's been, you know, pressing the issue of 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 being able to wear zero. And I just don't see Rooney allowing
0: that. <laughs> you don't think anybody will no some some gonna wear zero.
2: Christian Gonzalez would have pushed to wear zero if they would have got him. He's like Oh,
1: yeah, that's, that's the thing. I mean, I think other teams will allow it, but I don't think that Rooney's because they don't even allow um one. Like they only give, uh, because apparently oh, yeah. you're allowed to do one to nine now for certain oppositions positions or certain positions or something, it's and they don't right. even allow that. So, well,
0: I mean, yeah, I mean, there's certain unwritten rules like you can't be 12, you can't be
1: 32. right
0: 32. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, just, just retire the damn numbers already, folks. So let's just let just yeah. not unofficially do you know, stuff.
2: They retired Ernie Ernie Staunter's jersey, which. Yeah, nobody remembers Ernie Staunter. I'm sorry, yeah. I lost Ernie Staunter's family, but
0: yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. So we'll see, but but somebody somebody's gonna try. <laughs> At least they'll try to get zero. Maybe they'll be maybe they'll be denied, but but they're gonna try. Because yeah, I did see that uh, Darnell Washington. I also saw Darnell Washington like leapfrog people, <laughs> like like hurdle people. Like <laughs> yeah, I just I could just imagine you know, most cornerbacks are like 5'11 180 or something like that and you see a six seven uh 280 pound guy coming at you full speed i'm i'll be like go ahead man just
1: right yeah exactly like hit hit, hit, i'll help you along
0: just 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 don't don't hurt me right
1: yeah
0: for sure oh man i'm i'm so excited and and yeah this is this is you know omar khan could not have had a better first round and that, that the question was well, well how is this gonna work how is this lead new leadership gonna work how's he gonna work with tomlin and weidel and all the new people and stuff and it worked perfectly mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. it's it's and gomar and khan is like he's the he you know the Steelers took a giant leap from being old and, and traditional and out of date mm-hmm. to being new age mm-hmm.
2: and well, it's yeah it's wonderful yeah even the things he did prior to this past weekend set the tone, right? So now you can move Patrick Peterson to strong safety or free safety. If Joey Porter Jr. works out the way they're hoping to, you can put Fitzpatrick back at strong safety and wow. Now you have Fitzpatrick and Peterson. at the safeties. I mean, it, it could be really good mm-hmm. provided Everything works out.
0: What else do they need besides maybe a uh, slot corner? And they did. Did you see that? They, oh, yeah, they, they picked up somebody. Um, What's his name? Oh. From Minnesota.
1: Oh, Shannon Sullivan? He sucks. He sucks.
0: <laughs> <laughs> well, we know where that
2: stands with Allison.
1: Yeah, um, he's allowed like 17 receptions in his very short se- – sorry, 72 receptions in his very short – he's like tied for second most in cornerbacks who played more than 20% of the snaps. He never no.
2: You know, they got some decent play out of some guys who were fairly unknown last year, defensive back position. And I think I think they're fairly set now. Um, They're very deep and they have a lot of talent back there.
0: Uh, Mm
2: -hmm. So they'll be good. I I still would have liked, you know, a slot receiver for Kenny Pickett. Um, I I would like that guy that was designated for that. And and you're going to say that, well, this is a Penn State thing to say. Parker Washington is out there. Uh, The kid the reason he fell so far in a draft is because he only ever played slot. That's all he ever played. He's, he can't play split end. So Mm -hmm. I kind of thought that would have been a guy I'd like to have seen. Now, you know, they they bring the guy in from the bears. He's played slot a little bit for the bears. He's probably more of a traditional split end. Uh, So that, that would be the only thing I, I, Kenny, Kenny needs to find that guy that he's dialed into and is on that same page. You know, that, that's to me. And, and maybe they already have a Joe. I don't think they can really go out and get that.
0: but right, um, yeah, Not
2: at this point, no. I, I allowing it, him the time to find that guy, mm-hmm, they yeah. did that. Go Kenny, that Pickett,
0: Kenny Pickett can pull out a lawn chair and a nice long novel. That's how long he's going to have back there to look okay. for, for, yeah. for the receivers.
1: The picket fence, right?
0: The picket fence, baby. So maybe-
1: Going back to that Sullivan guy, maybe Patrick Peterson had some say in that. So maybe he maybe Patrick Peterson sees some kind of like promise in this guy. You know what I mean? Maybe he can like finesse him to make him better than he really
0: is. If we don't get somebody's kid or somebody's brother, we'll get somebody's friend. That's that's right. what we are. We're <laughs> the it's the Pittsburgh friends and family. It's they're not the Steelers.
1: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah. Um like- Apparently it's it's going to be either Arthur Molette or that Chan and Sullivan. And apparently, I think Sullivan is like a run specialist slot corner, and and Millett is. Oh no, wait, no, or it might be Millett. Yeah, Molette might be like the 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 the, 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 the past specialist. I don't know. I don't know. Though, right, we'll see what happens.
1: Yeah, we will.
0: I mean, because right now, what do you do with Levi Wallace and Akella Witherspoon? and james pierre where do yeah, they, they fit?
1: be able to get something for wallace i don't possibly. think they would be able to get something for anybody else but they might be able to get something for wallace
0: yeah possibly
2: that's true. that's
0: true oh boy i'm so excited yeah me too. i'm so excited when come on get the season started right. already let's go
1: because uh-huh. the next best the next big thing now is, is the schedule release so it's like which you is know, coming I mean, up soon, right? They're, they're building up. Yeah, sometime yeah. I think like May 23rd or something like that. They're they're She's building. Really you know, you know just works his magic. You know what I mean? he's slow. It's a slow release. You know what I mean? And and it just stretches out the whole. So the hardcore fans are just addicted, like all season long. There's there's no off season for the really hardcore fans.
2: No, you're talking about the, the same guys that uh, you'll find them wearing Steeler jerseys, the Pirates games, and stuff right, like that.
0: Yeah.
2: <laughs> yeah. Those typical Yinzers, yep. Yeah. yeah.
0: The yeah. NFL draft ratings were through the roof. Mm-hmm. Just think about that. What do they do at the NFL draft? They read names. Mm-hmm. Somebody stands up there and reads a name, and <laughs> millions of people are watching this. When they announce the schedule, it will be a big event and millions of people will, and we know going to play the right We
1: just don't know
0: when. What is happening here? Uh, like, like people watch the NHL playoffs. And right. Eleven million will on a Friday night watched some dude read a name.
2: Yeah. It, it, NFL it is.
0: is 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 king. It is, it is. amazing. There's
2: never gonna be any other yeah, the league. Yeah, I'm sorry, Allison. Go ahead.
1: Oh, no, I just I just said there's never never going to be another league that rivals. Me.
2: No. No. Nah. No matter what they do, I mean, they yeah. saw the brilliance in this. You know, Paul Tagliabue and all those guys saw this. You know, we're in, in moving the draft from city to city. That was originally his idea. You know, and now somebody else kind of ran with it. But I think it's great that they're kind of moving that around. Although I did say to Joe last week, um, it needs to be in Pittsburgh here soon.
0: Yes. Yeah. yeah. Kansas City, that was awesome. Imagine, oh man, imagine!
2: Going
1: to be in my old hometown next year, Detroit. So I'm very excited.
2: Yeah, yep, Detroit next year. Interesting. <laughs> I was like that sucks.
0: <laughs> no, I mean, hey, they'll, yeah. they'll and and it'll it'll look awesome, and wow. it'll you know they'll have RoboCop there, and uh, what else? You maybe that's those are the only two oh, people, yeah. famous people yeah. from Detroit. That's no, that's, no, that's no, Allison and Robocop. Allison there. and Robocop, and that, right. that I, I'm not a fan of uh, the Detroit Pizza.
2: If oh, I, if, okay. if if I were them, and I don't put this past them because you talk about the brilliance of the NFL, they put the first overall pick. They march Eddie Murphy out there in his Detroit Lions jacket from Beverly Hills Cop. <laughs> that's what they need to do, and <laughs> I would <laughs> not put have passed them to do that. You should email
1: Goodell, man. you would be like they would, they would put like uh they would bring you out as like the best Steelers fan ever, even though maybe you're not. You know, you would be announcing the Steelers pick
2: just like, because you if they, they ever crazy. have the
0: NFL draft in Pittsburgh, they need to have Yinzers announce all the picks in a thick Yinzer accent.
2: Right. It's our picking that,
0: it's our picking at if. if With the fifth pick in the NFL draft, we get Chauncey Smith from downtown.
2: Uh, For the picks from
0: Washington.
1: Washington. Oh, man. Oh, boy. (laughs) Oh, boy.
2: You're right, though. They'd get get caught up in everything like Bradshaw or Mean Joe. No, it's got to be like the three of us or somebody.
0: They shouldn't have it in downtown Pittsburgh. They should have it in like Blonox like or something. Somebody's
2: wearing like an Eric Pegram jersey. <laughs> <wear like> a <laughs> and the other guy's wearing like a Kevin Green jersey. That's how it's got to look. You know, it can't be all the new jerseys.
1: Louis Lips. I'll wear my Lewis Lips.
0: I'll wear my Levon Kirkland jersey. Yeah. Oh, 99. <laughs> right all right guys hey thanks so much i was i was was so excited for the for all week to be talking about this the the draft is finally here it 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 takes way too long to get to the draft but we finally had it and and it was a beautiful thing it's a beautiful thing
1: thing.
0: (laughs) all right hey thanks
1: guys see you